1: Breaking news from the WSB 24-hour news desk.
2: My heart goes out to like the management staff. This is not what, what you expect just to come to
0: work. At Colony Square in Midtown Atlanta right now, WSB News Time is 4.09. I'm Chris Chandler in the News Center here. Mark Aram to come in with us in just a second here. We're covering uh, what police are still describing as an active shooter situation in Midtown Atlanta. It happened about an hour and a half ago, a little more now. Uh, WSB's Veronica Waters reporting four people total, we believe, shot, three wounded, and one dead. The total number of uh, victims is either three or four. Channel 2 reporting one dead. She is at the scene now awaiting some official word from Atlanta police. Their last official word was just about 90 minutes ago when they told us the shooter was not in custody and they warned residents in Midtown to stay off the streets. Smiley, Martin McKay coming up to 410 uh, now here at WSB, and it's a it's a sort of broad overview. The first uh, spot that we had concentrated on is a little calmer, but there's now activity further away and further out.
3: That confirmed that uh, 7585 southbound past a crash that's now on the shoulder, 7585 South University Avenue, exit 244, but in the mix there, we have the jam cam pointed to that crash and saw several police units heading southbound uh, running code. That's with their sirens and uh, lights heading south on the connector. Is it connected? We're not sure. Perhaps some activity around Hartsfield-Jackson Airport. We're continuing to follow that part of the story, which may or may not be connected to the Midtown story, and the update there is that Peachtree has opened north and southbound in front of Colony Square, but still in, enhanced police activity on shutting down 14th Street between Piedmont Park and Peachtree. Let's see if there's any concerns to the northern suburbs. Alex Williams, gore Carrier
0: Traffic Center. Just seeing the usual brake lights out of the cabin in Gwinnett on 85 northbound. That's the slowest
4: part between 285 and Indian Trail. Smiling?
3: traffic,
2: 95.5 WSB. This is a really close-knit building. Like, we're all friends, um so obviously you're wondering first is everybody safe um and just the safety and and my heart goes out to like the management staff this is not what what you expect just to come to work so just, just total shock
0: and he's outside work at the moment. Uh, just waiting to see what happens when they're let back inside. Maybe if they even are going to be today. Mark Aram now at 411 here at WSB. And uh, this is one of these that comes up out of nowhere and comes up fast. And uh, it's um we cover it at this point, mostly because he's still out there and the police have not told us to stand down. A lot of angles to the story
5: right now, Chris. Obviously, uh, the suspect's still at large. We've got roads closed. We've got police on, uh, on the lookout for the suspect. This is happening on the most famous road in the state of Georgia, Peachtree. Obviously, it's going to cause uh, traffic implications. But I'm also... Uh, thinking there's another uh, angle to the story. And we heard uh, WSB's Supreme Cupid talking to someone that was in the Colony Square building that was earlier in lockdown. And, and that eyewitness said they were told it was a female suspect. And I've seen some things on social media, again, unconfirmed, yeah. uh, some security camera video or a uh, still shot showing a woman. Uh, so that might be another angle of the story, that it's a, a female suspect that they're on the lookout and, for.
0: Anecdotally, we don't we don't quote police scanner traffic uh, as fact, and often don't quote it at all, but we're in a breaking news situation here. That would uh, jibe with some of what we heard the police discussing, that they were possibly looking for a female. Let me say while we're saying that, we cannot be absolutely sure at all that um, this traffic down near the airport is connected to this at all it's just as a general matter if you're midtown south at this point just sort of take it slow yeah and as my wife was leaving work
5: she called me and she was heading uh toward our house and i said hey i don't know if you had plans to go to midtown before you got home but uh don't don't go to midtown right now uh you know for obvious reasons obviously the suspect still at large but but just traffic wise the implications um, you know a peach tree when it's open when all lanes are open it can be a bear during afternoon drive heading north and south between Midtown, Buckhead, downtown and obviously um, we've heard from the traffic team of police activity possibly related, maybe unrelated on the downtown connector uh, so that that's going to affect a lot of folks this afternoon that usually take Peachtree Street to or from work or the downtown connector and, and people just oblivious to what's going on running into a lot of flashing lights downtown.
0: And I keep harping on these addresses but I just Want to do it so that people understand this may have happened in a couple of different places because these are not right next door. This first address we had, uh, 1280 Peachtree. There, that is the 1280 building. That's where Channel Two sent their people first. But then all the police activity after just a few minutes there, they had all congealed uh, at uh, at just outside the Colony Square building, which is uh, at 14th. Traffic and West Peachtree, here. this Even is Channel see, uh, 2's Candace McAllen. police
6: the cars that are out here, and they believe that they saw the shooter run in this direction. But again, hearing from uh, the public relations team here at Colony Square, who tells me that they were given the all clear about a half hour ago, um, also speaking to some other business professionals in nearby buildings who uh, ran from their buildings after hearing that something might be going on earlier, uh, getting texts or getting phone calls and hearing that their buildings have also been cleared, they're allowed to go back inside. They're trying to find out from each uh, building security team exactly what the situation is, but they are allowed to go back inside uh, their buildings for now. Uh, again, here at Colony Square, you see a lot of people that are still walking around. Traffic is flowing here
7: along Peach Street.
0: That's Channel 2's Candace uh, McCowan reporting, and these things always happen at the worst time of day for civilians. Indeed, <laughs> but the good news
5: there from from Candace was that uh, the folks at Colony Square were giving the all-clear, so I would imagine that building's not at Lockdown. And I was watching the the coverage there, uh, Chris, and uh, we heard earlier Veronica Waters mention a, a large contingent of uh Law enforcement. I saw in the background of, Candace, uh, Georgia State University police were on the scene as well. So looks like an all-hands-on-deck situation here in Midtown. And
0: we're assuming we're a few blocks away. We're assuming everybody listening knows exactly where we're talking about, and they, they may not necessarily. Colony Square is right in the heart of Midtown, right on Peachtree, as you say. It's a big uh, office, some condo buildings. They if just I might editorialize, yes.
5: it's the crappiest intersection oh uh, traffic-wise. Oh, it's uh, awful. If you want to turn left or right, it's just... If it's the worst intersection in midtown because there's so much going on uh, but you mentioned they did a revitalization of Colony Square not too long ago uh, a bunch of new uh, restaurants and and bar activity and and obviously a workplace too that that is the main function of Colony Square is that it's an office complex but it's uh if for a general idea it's it's north of the Fox theater you know every, I think everyone knows where the Fox theater yep. is there Peachtree pod right? and and south of 17th street the big yellow bridge so there, there's it, it's in between there and it is uh it's just it's a nightmare intersection during during uh morning
0: lunch and, and evening drives and it's a row of businesses on ground level that stretch down from there really to where we are here at about 17th and west Peachtree. that 1280 building channel 2 has been talking about uh an, a property office maybe just inside there is is where this started on the ground level and maybe even in a parking garage there what connection that Colony Square complex would actually have with that, we don't know. The, uh, the video that the listener sent to our Twitter at WSB radio uh, show really heavily armed law enforcers uh, searching that courtyard, the new courtyard there at Colony Square, uh, not with any great sense of urgency. That would indicate that it's just sort of a sweep and that they're not really looking for anybody at that place right at that exact moment. And if, if
5: you were happen to be coming to the station right now to pick up tickets you want on the show, uh, don't not come. Not the time. We have we have closed the building here. We're not we're not in a lockdown, but right. the entrances have been shut down. So uh, I don't know if we have still Michael Buble tickets that people need to pick up, Deborah, But uh, but the 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 station as a whole is closed right now for visitors. Uh, it's six, It's four seventeen on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. In case you're just joining us, we're following breaking news in Midtown Atlanta. Uh, a, a shooting a suspect on the loose. Uh, police looking for a suspect in this incident. Uh, we've been following this because we got first word from the 24-hour traffic center uh, last hour. Beat. Continue to follow in breaking news here on Atlanta's News and Talk with Midtown. Shooting in Midtown Atlanta. Suspect Loose. Uh, and in pursuit by the police, we have WSB's Veronica Waters uh, on the scene. We have the resources of Channel 2. Mark McKay is going to be up in the WSB Skycopter momentarily. And I know we'll head to Midtown. If you know anything about this, if you're a witness to what happened in Midtown Atlanta, we'd love to hear from you in your, first, uh, your first-hand your account, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Mark Aram and Chris Chandler will be right back covering this breaking news. Keep it locked right here on 95.5 WSB. Breaking
1: news from the WSB 24-Hour News Desk. And
0: 428 WSB, I'm Chris Chandler in the News Center with Mark Aram and Justin. urgent development from the Atlanta police directly. Suspect in custody. And then there's a long account here of what happened and I'll just uh, read it to you as they just put out a long statement on their Twitter. On August 22nd, today at about 1.45 p.m., officers responded to a person shot call at 1280 West Peachtree Street. Upon arrival, officers located two individuals who appeared to have been shot. One of the victims has died. The second victim was taken to the hospital for treatment. While at 1280 West Peachtree Street, officers received another call of a person shot at 1100 Peachtree Street. Upon arrival there, officers located one individual who appeared to have been shot. That individual was taken to the hospital for treatment. Initial information indicates an unknown female is responsible for these incidents. Multiple officers responded to the Midtown area and began searching for the female suspect. It is unclear whether the suspect remained in the area or has left. Investigators are following up on all leads in an effort to locate the suspect. Again, continuing here the statement from Atlanta police uh, just now. Preliminary information indicates a total of three people have been shot. One of the victims has died. Two were taken to the hospital for treatment, condition unknown at this time. The last shot appears to have been fired around 2.15 p.m. And from this statement, the attached photos depict the individual we believe is responsible for for the shootings that is the end of the statement from atlanta police these photos we'll get them up on our twitter and our wsbradio.com website just as soon as we can Uh, mark you said you had seen these pictures already they have been circulating on social media this is and help me with the description here a black female uh, who is carrying uh, a purse and some kind of a a book bag or a piece of luggage there down an office
5: hallway. Indeed, in a, a, a black and white striped shirt and and blue jeans. And I've just seen, I'm, I'm going to try to get confirmation from the Atlanta police on this, Chris, uh, but uh, a picture has been uh, circulating in social media in the last two minutes of a woman fitting the description of of the Atlanta police department and that Surveillance video uh, currently or within the last couple of minutes being arrested at Atlanta's Hartsfield Jackson International Airport sure enough
0: well let's let's bring in Mark McKay here and I hope he's there Mark. That's, That's exactly the trail you guys had followed if that's true
3: right remember the activity that we had followed out of midtown the intense police activity that uh, they started peeling off in mass uh, leaving Colony Square traffic troopers helped on this Alex Williams Mike Shields all over and on the jam cam we saw heavy police presence heading from midtown heading south on the connector past the crash University Avenue uh, Mike uh, started hearing some chatter on the scanner about uh, possible offer and in- involved shooting or at least uh, partially uh, near the airport near the Delta hangars over there uh, off of Loop Road. So we will continue to see that. But if they've confirmed the suspect was taken into custody, that explains the heavy police presence that uh, streamed down the connector with lights and sirens from Midtown past uh, 75, 85, and 166 Langford Parkway. Chris? All
0: right, Mark, thank you very much. So repeating this just in, uh, Aram, did I read that slowly enough for everybody to get that as it went by? Three people shot, one dead, the uh, manhunt continues per this statement but some information anecdotally at least Well Channel 2
5: has just tweeted out uh, they have confirmed with a police that they have arrested the okay. Midtown awesome. shooter awesome. and and it wouldn't be a huge jump to uh, to assume that uh, again not confirmed that the, the woman arrested at Atlanta Hartsfield-Jackson Airport was the suspect that they were in pursuit of.
0: And just for anecdotal information again, everything else that we have heard, though, has panned out anecdotally. So I'll say now that while we haven't reported it as fact, uh, police scanner traffic and one of our eyewitnesses, the, the man that Sabrina Cupid talked to, said that the female suspect actually took a cab from Colony Square uh, at least in the direction of the airport, took a check, got into a checkered cab and left the Colony Square area, uh, headed for the airport. That would be pretty nondescript transportation, to Mark, arriving at Hartsfield-Jackson Airport. But clearly, they were on the lookout there. And if we connect
5: the dots to what we've been monitoring in the traffic center, too, uh, Alex Williams and, and uh, Mark McKay letting us know, uh, that the Atlanta police quickly went from the William Street on-ramp to the downtown connector and were lights on going up and down the downtown connector and eventually more police activity at Atlanta's hartsfield jackson Again, this is so early, and again, this yeah. is it's maybe too early to connect the dots, but if you look at, uh, if you, you want to talk about premeditation, the suspect in the video that we saw, the, the security video where the
0: shooting occurred, yes. she had the bag packed. She had luggage with her. Yeah, she's uh, got a, She's pulling behind uh, what you might take to the airport. Correct. Well, well what you might take to the airport, exactly. right behind her
5: on the on the wheels. Um, so obviously, still, you know, we're still waiting uh, more information from the Atlanta Police. But again, uh, Channel Two Action News confirming with the APD that uh, the suspect has been arrested at the Atlanta Airport. Uh, A wild
0: story, obviously, that we'll continue to monitor here. And uh, just about 30 seconds here, and we'll be back then at 4.30 with a live report from the scene. Uh, Why this happened is still a, a huge question, but sure enough, as we had been sort of surmising without being able to confirm for the two hours since this happened, this actually happened at a couple different locations, 1,100 and then 1280, and then the big search there at Colony Square. And this has culminated, we are being told now, with the arrest of the female suspect uh, at Hartsfield Jackson Airport, which is quite a path. And frankly, with that many law enforcers uh, involved, and in this kind of situation and this kind of city traffic, quite a distance to have made it. What she had in mind from there, we do not know. We'll recap everything from the beginning if you're just joining us next. WSB News 426.
1: Breaking news from the WSB
0: 24-Hour News Desk. Good afternoon, it's 4.30. I'm Chris Chandler, live in the WSB 24-Hour News Center. Following breaking news, several people shot in Midtown. Suspect just arrested at Hartsfield-Jackson Airport. WSB's Veronica Waters has been covering this for us from the scene. Veronica is live and the news of the arrest. Ronnie, coming in just a very few minutes ago.
7: Yes. Targeted or random, Chandler, is one of the major questions that remains a mystery. After the arrest of this woman, Atlanta police called the suspect in several shootings in Midtown Atlanta. The violence played out in a very short span of time. and a narrow radius in the city, the first shooting reported in a call to APD around 145 at 1280 West Peachtree. And that's where officers found two people shot. One of them died and another person was later shot while police were on that scene at 1100 peachtree street those latter two victims were both taken to the hospital for treatment and atlanta police fanned out across the midtown area blocking off several blocks of the area to keep people out of the way while they searched for this quote-unquote active shooter only to find her apparently trying to make her escape apparently at hartsfield jackson airport they sent out a couple of photographs of this woman who uh, whose facial features are sort of hard to see the pictures are a little blurry but they appear to be some kind of surveillance pictures from maybe the ha- the hallway inside one of these buildings and she was rolling a black suitcase behind her she was wearing uh, jeans and a black and white striped shirt and again this woman's identity is unknown to us but we have been told by atlanta police that she is in custody we are still awaiting word on atlanta police as they investigate to find out whether or not the three victims here were targeted randomly or whether she chose them again her identity remains a mystery but she is in custody. Reporting live in Midtown
0: Atlanta, Veronica Waters, 95.5 WSB. Veronica, thank you. WSB Newstime 432 and whatever happened here, it was a string of locations involved. 1100 Peachtree, the first shooting police say. The 1280 building, or at least the address, 1280 Peachtree, the second. This huge search we saw at Colony Square in Midtown uh, just after that. That stretched for a while and smiling Mark McKay, uh, you and Alex Williams and Mike Shields I had a hunch what was going on as you followed some very heavy, pretty fast police activity from Midtown South and sure enough
3: at Hartsfield Jackson Atlanta International in custody there. After we watched a wave of police vehicles hit 7585 southbound in conjunction with our traffic troopers who got in touch with the 24-hour traffic center. 7585 southbound became the focal point after the and the enhanced police activity that we first noticed on the jam cam at Peachtree at 14th Street around Colony Square. Uh, hundreds it seems of officers in that area. That scene has calmed down. In fact, we can confirm on the jam cam now that Peachtree has opened up north and southbound at Colony Square, and they've reopened West Peachtree between uh, Piedmont Park and Peachtree. Let's see how D is running. Mike Shields, Cool Ray Carrier Traffic Center.
4: Starting to fill up in the usual spots. New crash on the jam Cam on the north side perimeter. 25 West Bell in the Adderloop right before Riverside Drive. to 24. That's in a left lane. Brake lights start back around Peachtree Industrial Boulevard. exit at 31. On the south side perimeter, crash still sitting in a left lane. 25 East Bell in the Adderloop. And Flat Shoals, 6 48. Sluggish back to I-675. Usual volume filled up. On the east side perimeter, 285 southbound, the interloop leaving I-85 Spaghetti Junction through Tucker and Clarkson down the I-20, the East Freeway. Triple team traffic, 95.5 WSB. And
0: Mike or Mark, either one or both, so we're going to have a whole new set of people leaving work at 5 o'clock in the downtown Midtown areas. What would you tell them? Is it all right to take the usual way home or wait still?
3: with the uh, suspect in custody, uh, the law enforcement agencies, which included a number of law enforcement agencies, uh, AVD likely running uh, running lead on this, but the uh, Sheriff's Department, Georgia State Patrol, have also, I would imagine, uh, stood down. Now the activity will happen uh, where they're investigating where the shootings took place in Midtown, but that'll be very concentrated at those two uh, buildings that you had mentioned uh, near the uh, Art Center Marta Station, so not a big impact on traffic as detectives likely do there their work there. But again, with opening up uh, Peachtree, that is key. In Midtown, Atlanta, north and southbound lanes in front of Colony Square are open. Now we're just dealing with that usual mess on the uh, north and southbound side of the connector uh, through the heart of the city and Midtown, Chris.
0: And I I can't imagine that it's not all right, but do you think going back and forth to the airport is cool at this point?
3: I would too. uh, Yes, we. uh, I've seen the same picture that Mark has seen. Uh, The suspect in handcuffs, so likely in a police unit, if not heading to uh, APD uh, headquarters or somewhere else, uh, maybe no longer on airport property, uh, I, I would believe, uh, yes, it's, it's good to get into and out of Hartsfield at this hour. All
0: right, Mark, thank you. This uh, picture has been published now by Channel 2 Action News. You can check it out on their website or Twitter. We'll have it up soon. And uh, this is, uh, as Mark described it a minute ago, uh, what is, you know, I can't convict her here on the radio news, of course, but You know, it's clearly the same woman from the surveillance video from the office there, Uh, a black female wearing a black and white uh, striped shirt, uh, pretty uh, big horizontal stripes, which may be... uh ironic in future times carrying a suitcase uh, on rollers and a purse and a small white sack the surveillance video that we uh, mentioned earlier was her walking through an office hallway and I honestly think I can recognize the office hallway there's been colony uh, square the carpet and the circles on the floor uh, we'll find out but then this picture at the airport it's, it's clearly the same woman whether or not she is the one responsible for this they found who at least they're looking for at Hartsfield Jackson Airport so the story is not over and certainly if we get any live briefing from from law enforcement, will bring it to you, but stand down. At least the very tense situation here that we have all lived for the past couple hours. We'll continue on. WSB News Time 436. Breaking news from the WSB 24-hour news desk.
8: I was uh, coming off the elevator to the plaza level where the shooting happened. I heard it sounded like people were dropping books on the floor, like dropping large encyclopedias like on the floor. There was a girl across the way from me in the elevator who just got off as well. She looked at me and she said, they're shooting. So I said, well, let's get up out of here. So we just started running as fast as we could, ran to the street level, came around here, alerted the front people at the front desk that there was a shooting, and then they, they locked the building down.
0: That's Christian Bell, who was there when at least part of this was happening. There are several locations of this to tell you about. If you're just joining us, suspect in custody after several people were shot. One killed in Midtown Atlanta today. Suspect arrested a short time ago at Hartsfield Jackson Airport. and Mark McKay here as we summarize before we carry on with our usual uh, afternoon business. Uh, People on the other end of this at the airport, people working there, people traveling and so forth. We don't know what this woman had in mind. Do know that uh, and APD has confirmed that they have the suspect
3: in custody, so we can stand down on uh, a lot of the excitement that played out anywhere between uh, uh, 2.30, 3.30, 3.45 until 4 o'clock or thereabouts when uh, we did get the word just after 4 that perhaps the suspect was in custody at the airport, but this played out uh, from midtown Atlanta onto the downtown connector with police activity streaming down the connector 75, 85 southbound in the midst of rush hour traffic, and of course we saw the uh, live of the jam cam, the intense police activity, where Colony Square was put on lockdown. That has reopened Peach Street north and southbound, and so has 14th Street East and West between Piedmont Park and Peach Street. Let's see if there's anything cooking to the northern suburbs. Alex Williams, Kure Carrier Traffic Center. Yeah, we've
4: got a travel advisory in Holly Springs crash 575 northbound, just north of Holly Springs Parkway, exit 14. Only a left lane's getting by. Go ahead and use Bells Ferrier, Highway 5, as an alternate. Triple Team Traffic, 95.5 WSB. All right, so
0: we're gonna stand down now to I think that's a signal for me to play the weather. Here's the updated forecast. In fact, just in from Christina Edwards.
9: I'm WSB meteorologist Christina Edwards. Cloudy with off and on rain showers for the rest of this evening. A few light rain showers also possible through early Tuesday morning. Otherwise, areas of patchy fog with temperatures in the mid to upper 60s by sunrise Tuesday. Through the afternoon, mostly cloudy, high 83, just a 30% chance of a hit or miss rain shower through the day. Wednesday morning, low 67, afternoon high 85, mostly cloudy, chance of rain 30%.
0: 79 degrees on Peachtree Street at 442 and with that soothing voice Mark Aram I'll step back here thank you Mark <laughs> Alex Mike Sabrina uh, Amanda Edgar in the newsroom at Longoria there for being patient a tense couple hours because you, you know you we knew something had happened we knew it wasn't good and until they they catch you whoever it is you just don't know and we don't know what she had in mind at the airport. I can't,
5: I can't release you yet because I just oh. I want I want to talk to you about this because okay. obviously uh, I mean just a, a crazy story you've been following here. Uh, first off, a tip of the hat. So the shots were fired according to Atlanta Police at 1:45 p.m. Yep. shortly after four suspect in custody at the airport Oh, it's
0: fast work that's a long
5: way amazing job by the law enforcement to get the the suspect in custody things that we're going to be uh questions we're going to be asking and we'll we'll try to answer them throughout the evening and have the very latest tomorrow morning on atlanta's morning news with scott slade uh motive you know uh Who knows, and, and premeditation i mean if if this alleged uh suspect um it just from a thousand feet view this looks premeditated packed a bag Went, shot people, hopped in a cab, went to the airport to catch a flight.
0: Who takes a checker cab?
5: Well, uh, maybe she prearranged it and said, hey, you you can can arrange cabs to come meet me outside at Colony Square at 2.00 and uh so a lot of still unanswered questions but uh we'll see.
0: let me let me tell you too if we don't have any hint of one yet but if we get a briefing from the police yes. either at the scene of the airport we'll pick it up here and i'll let you know
5: gotcha so we got veronica waters still live in midtown atlanta She is there channel 2 action news resources i'm sure they're sending someone to the airport right now oh, yeah. so uh we'll monitor the situation but uh a, a crazy uh, situation there in midtown atlanta great job as always all on right the breaking news, Chris Chandler. On. all right um, i want a lot of fluff pieces at five uh, puppy dogs. We yeah, pu- exactly. Yeah, we got
0: exactly. your puppy dogs. Yeah. We got uh, your monkey pox. We got all the good. All
5: right, there you go. Chris Chandler, uh, great job, and great job to the traffic team. Um, you know, I, Chuck, you know uh, I, I spent two-plus decades in the traffic center, and um, the even before I got in the air, you met, you weren't here yet, but uh, long-time listeners uh, or longtime residents of Atlanta might remember the day trader shooting in Buckhead. So basically this was in like uh, – the late '90s. It was probably like '97 or '98, and I'm in the traffic center. And there's you've, you've been in there. There's you know 60 police scanners, and they're just they go. It's you lose your mind in there. That's how crazy it is. And I remember I was working afternoon drive at the time, before I moved to morning drive. And you always hear shootings. You know that signal 50 is the the signal on the on the scanner for a shooting, uh, or at least it was back in the day. And the the address was like 3,300 block of Piedmont. And I'm like, that's not normally where shootings happen. You know, that, that's Buckhead. And so I went out to the news director. Uh, it was Chris Camp at the time. I was like, hey, heads up, you know, there's a shooting. It's in Buckhead. There's usually, you know, it, there wasn't shootings in Buckhead in, in that time period. And so Chris Camp was like, all right, we'll send a reporter. He sent a reporter. It turned out to be this massive story. Um, a guy Longoria was. You remember? You've heard of day trading, right? Yeah. So this guy was was day trading um, when at, at the at the peak of it. I'm guessing '98. I could be wrong, and apparently lost everything. Lost. So he went to his day trading office at this office complex in Buckhead on Piedmont, and just started shooting up the place. It was a massive story, uh, but the point was that we got tipped off to it. Because I heard on the scanner there was a shooting, and I, I said that's not a usual location for a shooting. And we went, and I remember our program director at the time, Greg Mo you know, first he signaled me out. He's like, "Hey, um, good job on the on the police scanners there." The the point of that story is we get so many so much breaking news out of the traffic center because it's always manned 24/7. Yeah, yeah. and that's where we first heard about this uh, was in the traffic center. But again, uh, Crazy story, Chuck. I mean, a, a double shooting. Well, three people shot in Midtown. Female suspect. Um, the, You know, looked well put together, you know. Yeah, I would not have. Uh... She looked young. Yeah. 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 Very young. And it's, uh, again, I'm an amateur. I'm not a detective. But that seems like she she knew what she was doing. She packed a bag, was going to go to the airport and get the she hell out of Dodge. She had
4: a plan. She had a plan, and and we always say you got to have a plan.
5: Yeah, um, and thank God for the Atlanta police and all the law enforcement. You know who knows? She could have been on a JetBlue flight to Nassau, mahamas if they didn't catch her at the airport. That that was amazingly fast. Um, anyway, that's all I got. That that was crazy. Um, uh, we it's funny is we had Larry Sproul from Channel Two. Scheduled to come on at the top of the show to talk about a shooting at Walmart. Um, did you see that story? It was like an accidental no. shooting. An accidental shooting. Yeah. Wow. Did you Did you read the story, Deborah?
9: I read the story and I watched it this morning. Yeah.
5: Too. Um, a guy was. Like, it wasn't a crime. He was—he I mean, mishandled his gun, apparently, in Walmart. He didn't
9: have it in his holster. He literally had it, like, in his band of his pants. Yeah, and like, he, in his yeah, sweatpants. exactly. Smart. He went to—I <laughs> don't it, know if he just moved wrong or yeah, something. Yeah, it was,
5: like, sliding down down his sweatpants, and he went to, to catch it and wound up shooting off rounds and shooting four people, including himself. Oh, wow. So, anyway, I I was like, that's a crazy story. Let me get Larry on. And Larry's a new reporter at Channel 2, good dude. And so he was scheduled to be in here in studio at, at 4, And then he sends me an email. He's like, ah, I got to go cover breaking news. Sorry. Yeah. And I thought he's blowing me off. I was like, come on, Larry. (laughs) Come on, new guy. (laughs) Come on, new guy. But no, he was, he had to go, yeah, legit breaking news. And we heard him. We covered him live. I got to send him an email. Um, he did a good job. All right, let's. I this this might seem inappropriate, but I, I want to shift to something light and fluffy. Like I said, we're just going to start movie Monday when we come back. You okay with that, Longoria? Yeah, it's your yeah. show, man. We, we got Randy playing match game. We got Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. Uh, we've had enough breaking news for one night. Let's let's ease things up. Do movie Monday when we come back. This is Atlanta's news and talk with Mark on ninety-five point five WSB.
9: Driving home with your radio friends. Atlanta's
5: News and Talk with Mark Aram Welcome back to the show and a good Monday evening to you. Mark Aram here, you there. It's 509, nine minutes after five o'clock. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram Monday through Friday. 4 to 7 p.m. on 95.5 WSB. Everybody on board, at Devora Green, the executive producer of the show. Longoria, the stoic Astros fan on the other side of the takeout window. Low-T Chuck oh, oh, low screens tea. your calls. Coming up in one hour, we're going to play Millennial Match Game with everybody's favorite, Randy 637, Johnny Kilbasso with a fast food review. If you're just joining us, uh, the first hour of the show, pretty much dedicated to the breaking news in Midtown Atlanta. The the sad news is uh, two people dead in a Midtown shooting, a third at the hospital. Uh, the good news, though, the suspect in custody arrested at Hartsfield Jackson International. The shooting happened at 1.45 p.m., and she, yes, she, the suspect, was in custody a little after 4 at the airport. Great job by all the law enforcement agencies involved there. Um, we'll continue to monitor the situation and uh, give you updates throughout the broadcast and, of course, tomorrow morning. Uh, the very latest on Atlanta's morning news with Scott Slade. Um, yeah, just uh, traffic-wise, too. Peachtree's open in Midtown. There's no traffic implications, and we'll get you a traffic update in just a minute. All right, Movie Monday. We're going to have some fun now. Um, I, before the break, I talked about House of Dragon, the prequel. Uh, that uh, was released yesterday to Game of Thrones. Uh, how do we feel about movie sequels, guys? What do, you, what do you think, Longoria Loti, about sequels to movies? Like a movie comes out and there's like, oh, that did really well. Let's make another one. Yeah, they're not always mm-hmm. as good as the first one. Truly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Truly. So I don't really, I, I, unless it's something that left you hanging, you know, like in the first one. But So for years, again, I'm so lazy, I never follow through anything. I had an idea for a sequel for Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, my idea was it's however many years in the future, um, Ferris Bueller, he's, he's married to Sloan. He's got two kids that drive him crazy. He's at a dead end job. He's just hating life. And Cameron, who was the, the uptight dude in the original movie, um, he comes back to the United States. He's like, a, a world traveler, uh, you know, as a shaman, like just this amazingly free-spirited guy. He comes back after being abroad for decades to look up his buddy uh, Ferris and he sees this, you know, mundane life that Ferris Bueller of all people's living and so he decides to give Ferris Bueller a day off. And it's 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 uh Chandler, Chandler Chandler. Who was the Cameron? It's Cameron taking Ferris Bueller, like a middle-aged Ferris Bueller out, and showing him the time of his life. So I I, I think it's a great idea for a sequel. Of course, I'm, I can't write it. I don't know what I'm doing there, and I'm too lazy to pitch it to anybody. But there's now in the works a, a Ferris Bueller Part 2, which doesn't you know do what I wanted the sequel to do, where, where Cameron takes Ferris on a day off. It follows the day the two valets have... With the car, so you remember when Ferris Bueller, yeah, yeah. you know, right, right, right. drops he valets the car, and they put like six hundred miles on it. Apparently, this this new movie is going to be on Paramount. It, it's it's uh, their day. What did they do with the car? Which,
9: Sam and Victor's day off.
5: Sam and Victor's day off, which is which is fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's know, a long time to to come up with that story. Yeah, but I I think mine is is yeah because you need to be this far almost this far in the future. Yeah. Not go back to exactly. when those dudes were exactly right exactly. Um, so I, I I would wish that someone would take my sequel idea and make it because uh, I think it'd be an enjoyable movie and we lo- and we connect with those characters, right? Ferris and Cameron and slow like we care we you know the valets were funny right, but we but didn't there was yeah, nothing invested in them. yeah we don't care other than about that we knew yeah. they went on a joy ride for exactly hours and came exactly. Back. So the question I'm I'm asking very simple first question is what movie do you think should have a sequel made for it? Is there, a, is there a, uh, characters that you're so invested in that you'd love for a sequel to come out of the movie? That's the first Movie Monday question. And second one is simple. Um, in honor of uh, all the Bananas Wives, uh, your favorite uh, rom-com, your favorite romantic comedy of all time. So those are the two Movie Monday questions. Your favorite romantic comedy, and what movie do you think deserves a sequel? It's got to be good enough to, to warrant a sequel what movie deserves a sequel and why? 404 1-800-WSB-TALK. As always, traffic updates every six minutes. In the Cool Ray Carrier Skycopter, here's Smiley Mark McKay.
3: Crash here the west side perimeter Market. Fire Rescue has now arrived at the vehicle on its roof and a tractor trailer into the wooded area. Fire Rescue has now taken out two left lanes. Travel advisory 285 northbound. The inner loop north of Mark Luther King Jr. Drive, exit 9, right at the I. 20 Interchange. Hefty delays building. 166 Langford Parkway exit 5. You can take that east to the downtown connector. Better to deal with the downtown northbound traffic than to deal with the stopped traffic here on the west side perimeter in Fulton County. I've seen delays on the outer loop as you leave by 675 up to where a left lane is blocked with a crash 35 eastbound before Flight Shoals earlier crash at Boulder Crest road exit 51 on the shoulder. Martin.
5: Back to smiling the traffic team in under 6 minutes. Just getting word to 30 minutes from now. 545 p.m., Atlanta police are going to hold a press conference to discuss the uh, breaking news there in Midtown Atlanta. So we'll, of course, bring that to you live. Movie Monday, going to have some fun uh, recovering from the breaking news coverage. What movie should get a sequel? And what's your favorite romantic comedy of all time? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. You know, Coming to America is one of my favorite movies of all time, and they made a sequel. And it, it wasn't the original, but I enjoyed it because I I loved the characters, and I got to it was like a high school reunion. I got to see all my favorite yeah, characters yeah. again. So uh, that unfortunately, that one's already been done. Uh, Bob kicks us off in Atlanta. Bob, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Excellent. What you got?
4: Uh, they need to make a Step Brothers sequel. <laughs> all
5: right. What what uh, what could they do? What could they piggyback uh, back off uh, on the original? I, I
4: don't. I'm not a I'm not a good uh, you know, producer or anything like that, but Yeah. I would I would love to hear a Step Brothers or see a Step Brothers sequel.
5: That I would cuz Step Brothers uh, the original was so funny. I'd like to so I'm trying to think like, you know, 20 years later, where are the brothers in life? Like what are they doing now? That would that would be a great sequel. I'm with you on that. I appreciate it. Thank you, Bob. Bob, you got a romantic comedy? I don't. All right, not fair anything. enough. That, that Thank you. you're welcome, buddy. Uh Deborah any are you, I I couldn't imagine. Well you I, I'm not going to guess on you. Romantic comedies fan and and what what are some of the classics?
9: My favorite romantic comedy is probably His Girl Friday. It's a black and white movie from the 40s. It's Cary Grant and Rosalind Russell. They were
5: doing romantic comedies I in the 40s?
9: Love that movie. Really? I could watch it every day. Hold
5: on, week let me write I that down. Too. What um, is it?
9: His Girl Friday?
5: His Girl Friday. Okay. Yeah.
9: It's, it's about a newspaper industry, and they catch a um, a fugitive. I mean, it's a cute little story of a, of a couple, but that's that's my favorite romantic comedy. All right,
5: fair enough. Uh, Teresa's up next on The Mark Air Show. Teresa, welcome to Movie Monday.
7: Hey, Mark, it's good to talk to you.
5: Likewise, my friend.
7: I listen to you every day, going home, get the weather, the traffic. It's all in one package. Aw, right oh,
5: thank you so much. My pleasure, Teresa. Yes, uh,
7: favorite... Um, Movie I'd like to see a sequel to has got
5: to be Forrest Gump. Ooh, would would now would the sequel to Forrest Gump be focused on his kid, or would it be Forrest again?
7: I would see Julie Roberts. Julie Roberts coming into to the picture as Jenny's sister.
5: Oh, all right.
7: (laughs) Falling in love, raising uh, Forrest Gump Jr. Yeah,
5: I like it. Yeah, Yeah. I mean because and and that's why I think it would be a successful sequel, right? Because we're emotionally connected to Forrest and his son. Like we wanna see oh them again. God.
7: Yes. Yes, absolutely. I'm always one I'm like, Oh, there's gotta be a sequel. There's gotta be a Forrest Gump too. But nobody seems interested. So maybe somebody will hear this and say, Hey
5: Hey, Teresa's got a great idea. I'm on board. I would go I would pay twenty bucks to go see Forrest Gump too. Uh Wade is out West in Temple. Wade, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, how you doing?
5: Excellent brother. What's cooking?
2: Uh, not much. Uh you know, it's it's hard to do good movies when they're good, redo a sequel. but And I love Shawshank Redemption. But I would love to see what Andy Dufresne and old Red did after they met up on the beach.
5: Yeah, Z-Wataneo, when they they open yeah. up. Uh, I, well, I'm assuming Red was doing something with a boat, or Andy was doing something with the boat, right? So yeah. they make a yeah. fishing charter or something?
2: Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I would love to see what they uh, did for the rest of their lives there, because... Two great actors, actually,
5: really. Yeah, and and, and I'm so down with that because, I mean, Shawshank, we love that movie. I would also want the movie to cover um, what the, uh, the former uh, jail guards were doing in jail now because they all went well, to jail yeah. after, so that would be a nice little subplot to that. Great idea. I'm down for all these sequels so far. What movie do you think deserves a sequel and in honor of whomever? What's your favorite romantic comedy of all time? 404 872 750, 1 800 WSB Talk. 545, Atlanta Police Schedule hold a press conference on the shooting in Midtown. We'll bring it to you live right here on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram.
9: And when it comes to big local stories, Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Gives you more coverage
5: than Kudzu. 5 45 p.m., Atlanta police can hold a press conference to discuss the earlier breaking news in Midtown. Two dead in a Midtown shooting suspect in custody. will carry that press conference for you live. In the meantime, we continue with Movie Monday on Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aaron. What movie deserves a sequel and what's your favorite romantic comedy of all time? Lynn joins us in Marietta. Lynn, welcome to the show. Hi, Bananas. Hey, buddy. What's going on?
7: Oh, just driving down the road, listen to my bananas.
5: Oh, I appreciate that.
7: I think we need a prequel to ET.
5: Ooh, I would go for prequel or sequel. I mean, that—that's a well, great idea. What there the, was
7: a lead-in where Keys, the character Keys, or I think it was Peter Wolf played it, where he says to Elliot, "I saw him too. He came to me too."
3: You're so right. So I'm thinking
7: a prequel and like set like in like the fifties the era where, you know, Spaceman was really kind of weird and new to everybody.
5: That's brilliant, Lynn. I would I would definitely love to see a prequel, and I'd love to see a sequel to E.T. too. Elliot's all grown up, and E.T., you know, contacts him again or something?
7: Yeah.
5: Chuck, so, call Spielberg. Let's get Spielberg I, on the show, yeah, and we'll so pitch to that him to him.
7: Let's get him on the line. <laughs> anyway, y'all have a great day.
5: You too, Lynn. Thank you so much. God, that's a great idea, an E.T. prequel. Nate is up in Jasper, Georgia. Nate, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, Mark. Good to talk to you. Likewise, a long-time listener. Um, I'm listener. I'm going to start with my romantic comedy first, with a tip to the hat for Ann Hash, and that would be uh, Six Days, Seven Nights with Harrison Ford.
5: You know, I've 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 never I've resisted watching it for some reason, only because I uh, to me Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones, and I I would hate to see him in romantic comedy. But if you say it's good, then I'll watch it.
2: Oh, it's like Indiana Jones in a romantic comedy. <laughs> That's good. You like that. Um, and I think uh, you're talking about 80s movies. I think the epitome of the Hughes movie would be uh, um Breakfast Club.
0: A
5: Breakfast Club like, sequel. See where all yeah. the, the characters are now?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think that would be cool.
5: I'm down with that. I think all the actors are still alive too, right, Deborah? in the Breakfast yeah, Club? Yeah, oh, except so. the, I think the teacher died. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the
2: uh, principal or step-in substitute teacher.
5: Yeah, that guy. I think he passed on, but we could make that happen. I loved that movie and those characters. That'd be a hell of a sequel. Why aren't we in Hollywood? They're making crap sequels to, to nothing. This is the Hollywood of the South. We got some great ideas here. All right, Movie Monday continues. Uh, What movie deserves till you have a sequel made and your favorite romantic comedy of all time? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK, news, weather, traffic, next. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. 5.39, which means we are six minutes away from the Atlanta Police press conference on the breaking shooting in Midtown Atlanta, when they step to the podium, we'll bring it to you live. In the meantime, we're going to squeeze in some more Movie Monday calls via the Piccadilly text line. Max in New Jersey says he wants a sequel to my favorite baseball movie, The Natural. And uh, my mom says When Harry Met Sally is her favorite romantic comedy. Your favorite rom-com and what movie do you think deserves a sequel? 404 872 750 1-800-WSB-TALK. Richard is in Gainesville. Ooh, I can't, uh, I can't put Richard on the phone for some reason. Longo, can you can you put line two on the air? There we go. Richard, welcome to the show. How are you, buddy?
2: I'm doing good. About to pull in and get some of this liquid ball in the truck.
5: Man. My, my man, what do you got for Movie uh, Monday, Richard?
4: Uh, how about one that covers both categories? Raising Arizona.
5: <laughs> wow. And Nicolas Cage needs the work, so he could probably we could probably make that happen.
0: <laughs> yeah.
4: Uh,
5: what do you think would happen in a sequel? Like, what would the the?
4: Well, would it be sequel or prequel? How they met, you know, he and his wife before the baby actually was there.
5: You'd have to get All new right. actors for that, though. Like a prequel, you got to get a whole new cast. Sequel
4: is way too old to be a prequel. You think? Yeah. yeah you you yeah, can't maybe. have Nicholas Cage in. A no, prequel. no, you'd have to. Yeah, you'd have yeah, to get you'd yeah. have to get new actors.
5: Does he have any uh, kids floating around that could uh, play himself? No. Do we know Nicholas Cage? Does he have kids, No. We can find that out. Mitchell is up now. Don't research that. I was just kidding. Mitchell's next to the Mark Aaron Show. Hey, Mitch. What's up, buddy?
4: Hey, how you doing?
1: Uh, A long-time listener, first-time caller.
5: Likewise, my friend.
1: So, this might be a little unconventional, but perhaps a sequel to Deliverance.
5: Hmm. What? Are you following Ned Beatty's character?
1: Yep, absolutely. So my thought is his struggle, you know, after obviously the trauma that he endured. Yeah. And maybe he gets like involved in drugs and alcohol. But then after that, perhaps the encounter erupted a desire within him. And he explores that part of his life.
5: All right, all right, right, Mitchell. All right, all right. The problem is Ned Beatty's dead. I know for that for a fact. How about this for a sequel to Deliverance? Remember the the kid picking the banjo? Yeah. We follow his life story. And he's like a big hotshot broker on Wall Street now. (laughs) <laughs> okay, okay. You know, he goes from that to that. Yeah, like he Is does that a pro
9: com- banjo player, like
5: a complete one. Like, oh, he's he's now a senator from the state of Georgia. You know, like <laughs> he, he just does a complete <laughs> one hundred and eighty. That would be a good one. Uh, Michael's up next on the Mark Air Show. Hey, Michael.
2: Hey, Mark. How you doing?
5: Excellent, buddy. What's cooking?
2: All right, I got a couple of them. Um, one would be the romantic comedy. Would be um, Groundhog Day.
5: One and of my favorite movie. One of my favorite movies of all time. Love that movie. Did you know, by the way, before I let you go on, Michael, that uh our beloved Low T Chuck almost ran over Andy McDowell, like almost killed her with his car.
4: And her two kids. And her two kids. Wow. Yeah. Would have where, been. Where
5: at? This is uh, where is it? In Missouri, it was it, Missouri, right? In Missoula. Missoula. Montana. 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 Okay. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. She had a house right by campus, and I was changing my radio station as I was headed to the field house for track practice. <laughs> and I looked up and hit the brakes. There's this woman yelling at me, throws her hands up. And then I realized, like, oh, oh, wow, that, that's Annie McDowell. Annie McDowell. She grabs both of her kids <laughs> and stomps onto the sidewalk. That's, uh,
5: that's called a meat cute Chuck. Yeah. That's yeah. called a meat cue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, what about uh, sequels?
2: Sequel uh, Weird Science. Gary and Wyatt, they have kids and they're they become friends and of course they want to create something. I love that.
5: Knew. I I lo- and now with updated computer software they can make a bigger a, a bigger uh, and be better awesome. Kelly LeBrock. Absolutely. That's fa- and, yeah, but you see that's what that's what would make a sequel work is that you know Logan and Wyatt, we love those characters. Absolutely. I mean we're they're they're fantastic. We'd w- we want to see what they are like as adults. That's the key to a good sequel, Longoria. Catching up on Twitter, asking Twitter followers uh, for the, a sequel they want to see. Crash Clark, our buddy, says The Titanic. <laughs> 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 Fantastic. Sarah says um, The Big Lebowski. I would pay for a Big Lebowski. Definitely would pay for a sequel to that. Carrie, or a prequel. Carrie's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Carrie. This is Terry. Hey, Mark. How you hey, doing? Hey, Terry. I'm sorry, buddy.
7: That's okay. How about fast times at Richmond High?
5: Are we going to focus on Spicoli? Are we going to sp- focus on uh, ra- Rat Rosner?
4: I-, I think all of them. You know, going back to a you know uh,
1: a reunion, class reunion,
4: something like that.
5: Oh, a class reunion for oh, that's pretty. I would like that as long as we can get Phoebe Cates on board. 'Cause to me Absolutely. you can't you can't do a fast times at Ridge. There's a live Forrest Whitaker still around, uh, the football sure. star. Uh Judge I bet Demone. Did Demone die? The guy that played the the ticket no, the scalper. Last thing I heard he
4: was he was actually teaching like college courses. Oh really? Something. Yeah. All right, so like he needs maybe to Maybe in acting like in the northeast. Like maybe in your Connecticut way. Yeah, yeah. He looks this like, was like he's from Connecticut. Yeah, I would,
5: I would definitely pay to see Mr. Hand. Obviously passed away, uh, but great call, Terry. Fast times at Ridgemont High. Let's go to the uh, WSB 24 Hour News Center. Chris Chandler, anchored our breaking news coverage earlier this afternoon on the shooting in Midtown. Chris, what are we waiting for now, buddy?
0: And Mayor Andre Dickens just uh, stepping to the microphone. Here's his briefing gets underway. Let's listen. For
8: information from the public, uh, they aided APD in this search to bring it uh, down quickly. We were able to quickly shift a very large contingency of resources across the entire city and including the world's busiest airport, Hartsville-Jackson Atlanta International Airport, in order to apprehend the suspect today. I want to state clearly that the security of the airport was never compromised at this time. Uh, The suspect was apprehended uh, prior to being in any controlled areas of the airport. So I repeat, uh, the airport was safe and secure in those areas because the individual never made it into the controlled areas of the airport. APD trains regularly, and we'll hear about that. APD trains regularly for these types of incidents. Um, We appreciate the assistance from our local public safety partners, including... Uh, Atlanta Fire Rescue Department, Fulton County ATF, Georgia State University, and the Georgia Tech Police as well as Grady and all of our law enforcement officers of APD that are at Hartsfield-Jackson Atlanta International Airport. We were able to uh, we were able to utilize our camera network which is vast and that was able to help us quickly track down the suspect. Security of the airport was never compromised at this time. Uh, The suspect was apprehended uh, prior to being in any controlled areas of the airport, so I repeat, uh, the airport was safe and secure in those areas because the individual never made it into the controlled areas of the airport. APD trains regularly, and we'll hear about that, APD trains regularly for these types of incidents. Um, We appreciate the assistance from our local public safety partners, including uh, Atlanta Fire Rescue Department, Fulton County ATF, Georgia State University and the Georgia Tech Police as well as Grady and all of our law enforcement officers of APD that are at Hartsfield-Jackson Atlanta International Airport. We were able to uh, we were able to utilize our camera network which is vast and that was able to help us quickly track down the suspect. On behalf of the citizens of Atlanta, I offer my condolences to the families that are affected, um, that are the family members of the victims uh, from this incident. I also want to make sure that Midtown, that all of Atlanta and everyone at our airport know that you are safe at this time. Uh, the suspect has been apprehended and all is back to normal. Now I'm going to hand it over to our interim police chief, uh, Darren Sheerbaum, to give you more details about this incident. Chief. Thank you, thank
1: you Mayor. Good afternoon, everyone. Just to give you some facts on the what transpired here in Midtown today. Knowing that we can't answer every question, uh, but everything that we do know now that we can share, we we'll be doing so. Uh, this afternoon, at approximately 1:46 uh, p.m., we were dispatched to 1280 West Peachtree Street. We had uh, 911 calls of shots fired and an individual that had been shot at that location. Our officers arrived and found two individuals that had been shot. A short time later, at 2 p.m., we received a call from 1100 Peachtree Street of an individual that had been shot at that location. The lookout for both of the uh, shooters we found out quickly was the same person. It was a female matching the same description uh, that was seen in this area. That triggered an immediate response from this department as it was indicative (coughs) of a possible active shooter situation. So our active shooter protocol was initiated. That's why you saw police resources from across the city and from various units descending on this location. It also triggered a response from our partners who we train with regularly just for these types of scenarios. That's why you saw the Fulton County Sheriff Marshall's Department, Marta Police Department, Georgia Tech, and Georgia State University who trains with us regularly descending here. A number of citizens provided helpful information that said the shooter had entered onto the Colony Square campus and that allowed us to utilize the cameras that the mayor referred to and other resources of the department. Now we were receiving various tips uh, that gave a possible scenarios that could be unfolding that the shooter could still be in the area or the shooter could have left the area and that's why you saw a citywide search transpire and we kept resources in the area. We also triggered the shelter in place alert which we appreciate everyone cooperating with during the search. Our search did lead us to the airport uh, where we had information that's where the shooter had, had transported themselves to. We deployed resources there, both city resources as well as our federal partners. And a short time later at around 4 o'clock this afternoon, we were able to take into custody of the individual we believe shot individuals at both on West Peachtree, as well as Peachtree Street. We believe we have recovered the firearm. And that individual is in custody of the Atlanta Police Department and the investigation continues. I can say at this time, by the information that's currently available to us now, we do not believe these were random acts of violence. We do believe that individuals were likely targeted uh, that were harmed today. And as the mayor stated, the condolences of the Atlanta Police Department goes out to the impacted families uh, here today. This is my neighborhood. This is the neighborhood I live in. I know this to be a safe neighborhood, and I agree with my neighbors today of what has transpired here. Uh, But I am so proud of the men and women of this police department that responded immediately, not knowing what was transpiring, put themselves in, in, in danger to ensure that we apprehended this person quickly before they could harm again. And we're so appreciative of our partners. Everyone that wears the badge and has taken an oath of service, you saw them in action today in Midtown. And that is service we deliver across every neighborhood of our city. And th- I, have, I can answer a couple questions, there's not much more than we can honestly share as this is a very active investigation and as we get more information our public affairs uh, unit will be updating you. And the we're going to be confirming that at the appropriate time. That is obviously a focus of our investigation right now.
6: Have your officers experienced this woman before in a previous incident
7: yesterday or any time this week?
1: That is part of the review. Anytime we have an incident like this, we'll be reviewing to see if there's interaction with this police department. We'll make sure we look, release that as well. Do you get age and clear. genders for the victims? Um, you know, were they middle-aged, younger, and um, genders? Right, we'll be providing that shortly. Obviously, we're working with the medical examiner's office. And I also want to note the, the the response of the line of fire rescue. You'll notice the line of fire rescue went into a situation where we still had an active shooter on the loose. You saw those men and women themselves don the proper protective equipment, and I want to commend the members of the fire and rescue department for also putting themselves in harm's way to ensure that everyone was safely and quickly moved to medical care. I'm sorry? We believe it was a handgun that used was used. We do have that weapon, and again, we'll release that when we have more information. Was
7: the weapon on the suspect at the airport, or did you recover
1: it elsewhere? I believe it was recovered at the airport, man. Any details of how she got to the airport, to she arrested before, after security? Is going to details of the arrest? That information will be forthcoming. Uh, obviously, we do know how she arrived at the airport, and to commending the resources that were at the airport that quickly was able. That's a very large airport. And for this, this agency, with our federal partners as well as the staff of the airport, to quickly locate her in that crowd and take her to custody quickly speaks to the systems that we have in place daily at that facility. It was
8: before it was before sec, uh, security checkpoint. though, To answer right. before,
7: last Thank
8: you.
7: Yeah. please go into uh, the, the integration of the network and the, the camera network and how that. Moves.
1: Absolutely this is a vibrant neighborhood. Uh, It's easy to move from building to building and they have the ability to quickly get access to cameras is why we ask for individuals to integrate their cameras. In this case, we had some integrated cameras, but we also had security offices that were immediately opened to investigators of this department. And throughout numbers of buildings around here, we were viewing cameras to get a clear picture of what occurred and where the shooter uh, had went to. And
0: 554 at 95.5 WSB, you heard our Veronica Waters asking what this is going to be. The last question there at this law enforcement briefing on this afternoon's Midtown shooting, in which two people have died out of the three shooting victims and the shooting suspect, was caught at Atlanta Hartsfield Jackson Airport. Sometime later, the important bit there: they believe that the shooting victims were targeted. That this was not just somebody going door to door, opening fire. Uh, Ronnie's there at the scene. We'll hear from her on her newscast at uh, six o'clock here, which follows in just a couple of minutes. And continuing coverage of what has been a dramatic and somewhat tense afternoon. Traffic and news here in Metro Atlanta. WSB News. Time right now is 5:55.
5: 608 on a very busy Monday. Welcome back, friends. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. A heavy dose of breaking news. We squeezed in a little bit of uh, Movie Monday. For those that couldn't get on uh, for Movie Monday, I apologize. But, you know, breaking news waits for no man, woman, or child. So we'll continue to update that. You just heard the extended coverage on uh, the nonstop news feed. And tomorrow morning, the very latest on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. Coming up on 609 on a Monday, Longoria. Let's play Millennial Match Game. Millennial Match Game, as always, sponsored by Rocco's European Garage. Our Millennial is en route to the studio. It's everybody's favorite, Randy. But that gives us time to meet our contestants on the phone, starting with Linda. Listen, Linda, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Well,
2: I'm
7: from Buchanan, Georgia, and I've lived in Georgia all my life.
5: Buck Hannon. If I were to go to Buck Hannon, Linda, and we were going to go out to lunch, where would you take me to lunch in Buck Hannon? I'm paying, by the way, Linda. Uh,
4: Magic Grill.
5: Magic Grill. All right. That's good to know. If we're ever in Buck Hannon, I will take you up on that offer. Uh, Chuck is playing Linda. Chuck, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself.
4: Oh, well, let's see. I'm 63, retired, living in Athens, and... Uh, just taking it easy today.
5: What did you retire from, if you don't mind me asking, Chuck?
4: Um, I was a pharmacist for over 30 years.
5: Get out of here. What a cool profession and uh, a very profitable one, I've been told.
4: Uh, they do start <laughs> off. I mean, it's amazing what the, you know, the starting salaries are and everything. What, but, uh...
5: what was the biggest drag about being a pharmacist? What, what did you dread day to day?
4: Twelve-hour shifts, standing on your feet with no place to sit down.
5: Oh, I guess that's right. You're always standing up there. Yep. That's great. What was the best part of being a pharmacist?
4: Uh, just <laughs> meeting. I mean, you get regular customers coming into the store, and uh, you know, make friendships with them. And you know, if you're lucky, you get to help people out. Very cool. You know, problems they have.
5: Excellent. Deborah Deborah said free drugs. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming that. All right, so um, so here's the deal. Millennial Match Game, as always, sponsored by Rocco's European Garage. Today's category, game show theme songs. Uh, this is how it's going to work. Uh, I'm going to play a famous game show theme song, and you guys have to guess whether Millennial Randy will know what game show it is from. Um, do you understand how that works, guys? Oh,
4: Yeah.
6: No,
5: got it. You got it? All right. Let's let's uh, let's get Randy on the line. Randy, uh, not yet in studio, but you're here. Uh, it's game show theme song, Randy. So we're going to play a famous game show, and Linda and Chuck have to guess whether or not you know what game show it is. For example, this one doesn't count. Randy, what game show is that from?
6: Why doesn't that count? That's like the best one Whatever,
5: Jeopardy That is Jeopardy Alright, so usually when in doubt the millennial doesn't know guys But Randy's a sharp one, so she might know We'll start with you, Linda This was popular when I was a kid I'd stay on from school, and I was sick And I'd watch this game show But will millennial Randy, who's a lot younger than me Know what game show featured this theme song? No I don't think so I don't think so either. That was a great game show, though. I mean, l- very little skill required in this game show. Any idea what game show that is, Randy?
6: No, I'm not going to need some hints, please.
5: Um, it had to do with playing cards. Um, Jack of Spades. <laughs> not Jack of Spades. The game was called Card Sharks card oh, yeah, Sharks. Hey, Do you hey, remember hey. that show, that game show long ago? Yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was so, it was just higher, higher, lower, lower. lower. That was it. There was yeah, nothing. you high-low. There was no <laughs> skill involved, indeed. All right, Chuck, uh, Linda got a point. Let's see if you can get a point. Ooh, I think Randy will know this one. Will Millennial Randy know a game show featured this theme song? <laughs> Ba, 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 ba. What do you think, Chuck?
4: Oh, she better know
5: that. All right, Randy, you better know that, according to mm-hmm. Chuck. Uh what game show was that, Randy Pants?
6: Um, that sounds like that sounds like the price is uh no, that ain't what I was thinking. <laughs> Let's see, to play it hear, again.
5: You wanna hear a little more? Yeah.
6: It sounds like I know I ain't a couples game show. You know, it's a big show.
5: More than couples.
6: Oh, it's like for a group of fans. Oh, Family few. There
5: you go. <laughs> good, good job. All right, Randy's now in studio. End of round one of Millennial Match Game. What's the score, Deborah? One-one time. Round two of Millennial Match Game, sponsored by Rocco's European Garage. It is the game show edition of Match Game. Randy now in studio. Uh, it's Linda's turn. Linda, will Millennial Randy know what game show, older game show, older, like me, will she know what uh, older game show featured this theme song?
7: No, I don't think so.
5: I don't think so either. It's like 80s, maybe even 70s, might even be older than that. 60s. But is it like,
6: is, is it a dating show?
5: No, uh, it, has, it has to do with cards again.
6: What's up with these card shows? <laughs> um, um, I need one more clue.
5: This show was wild, man. It was wild. The wild
6: card. <laughs> yes.
5: No, no, close. Um, the Joker's wild.
6: Oh, my goodness. Joker's wild. All
5: right, that's all right. Linda got a point. Everyone wins here. Uh, all right, Chuck. Uh, ooh. I loved this show for some reason as a kid, just the layout of it. But again, I'm so much older than Randy. Um, all right, I'll leave it up to you, Chuck. Will Millennial Randy know what game show featured this theme song? Ba-na-na-na-na. Chuck. I don't believe she will. I don't think so either. Randy.
6: Now that sounds definitely like some romance then. Yep. Nope. Man.
5: (laughs) Uh there were I think there were nine nine people and two contestants. Okay. If that helps you.
6: Doesn't. Um just maybe the first word. That's it. Hollywood. Hollywood Square. All
5: right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Chuck. I gave her a, too much hint, and and it cost you. But I'll make it up to you, Chuck. All right, Linda. You get half a point? <laughs> the, you get half a point. All right, we'll give you half a point. Uh, Linda, ooh, this is the uh, – here's a hint for you, Randy. This this is the only game show my aunt was ever on. My aunt was actually on this game show. Linda, will Millennial Randy know what game show this is from?
7: I don't think
5: so. Yeah, you're right. And I can't give you any more hints. My aunt was on the show.
6: That makes me feel so bad because that doesn't help me at all. My
5: aunt was on the show, and it was like I should have been on the show because my aunt was so skinny. Like I could have enjoyed the show more than her.
6: Okay. Oh, Survivor. <laughs> oh no!
5: <laughs> Supermarket sweep.
6: Oh, oh, that was a fun show. Yeah, Dang. yeah.
5: My aunt was my aunt, uncle were on that show back then. <laughs> Being in the, skinny doesn't matter. The, well, yeah, because you get all that food and it's a waste on a skinny lady like my aunt Audrey. <laughs> all right, it is Chuck's turn now. Oh, Chuck, Dag Nabbit. Uh, Randy's gonna know this one. That's all I'm gonna say. But I'll leave it up to you. Will millennial Randy you know a game show featured this famous theme song? I'm so she... Already said it. <laughs> hey, easy, Chuck. Come on down, Randy. Oh, what oh, show oh, is yes.
6: this? Oh yes, Right. There you go. Yeah, <laughs>
5: exactly. Yeah, you did already say that. All right. Uh, I will. I'm gonna. Be, I'm gonna tell you, Linda. I am gonna give Randy a hint on this one. All right. So factor that into your decision here. Will Millennial Randy know what game show featured this theme song? I think so. All right. Here's the hint, Randy. This wildly popular game show was hosted by Dick Clark. Dick Clark.
6: The pyramid. All
5: right. Yeah, good job. $1,000 pyramid, (laughs) $100,000, whatever. (laughs) There was a whole bunch of pyramids. But I know that
6: we're talking about the same one. Yeah,
5: there you go. All right. End of round two of Millennial Mash game, Deborah. What's the score?
6: Linda Four, Chuck Two. All
5: right, Chuck, you're not at, well, two and a half. We'll give Chuck two and a half points. You're not (laughs) out of it, Chuck. Uh, The exciting conclusion. Of millennial match game coming up next on atlanta's news and talk with mark aram
9: and when it comes to big local stories atlanta's news and talk with mark aram gives you more coverage than kudzu
5: final round of millennial match game on atlanta's news and talk with mark aram sponsored by rocco's european garage it is the game show edition Of Millennial Match Game. Deborah, what's the score and who's up?
9: Linda with four, Chuck with 2.5, and it is Chuck's turn.
5: All right, Chuck, uh, will Millennial Randy know what game show featured this popular theme song? (laughs) What do you think, Chuckles?
4: Oh, I'm going to say
5: no. All right, Randy.
6: It's a dating game, isn't it?
5: Newlywed Game. Oh, Newly yeah. Newlywed new- Game.
6: That's the name of it.
5: Two separate games. Two oh. separate. I know, I know. Oh, oh
6: well, Paradise Island?
5: No. Oh. Uh, all right, Linda's turn. Linda, will Millennial Randy, know what game show featured this theme song.
4: Mm, no. What
2: Definitely I'm
5: not. That. I love this theme song. I love this show. Bong.
6: Um, like a like a like a like a like an activity game show. The bong show.
5: <laughs> the bong show. The gong show. Oh goodness,
9: The made up the model.
5: Final score, Deborah Green.
9: Final score, Linda with five and Chuck with three and a half.
5: Alright, so here's the deal, guys. I'm gonna put you on hold. We don't have any real prizes to give away today, because um, the building is on lockdown. But if you want a signed headshot of me from 1998, Chuck will get your info. Randy, 15 seconds. Where can we find you, my dear?
6: Yes, guys, you can follow me on the gram, hashtag Instagram. It's the real Randy O. Oh, Randy with the I, because you know I'm all female. Um, and guys, you can uh, also follow my podcast, Black Educated and Broke, and the Power because a girl like her, popping.
5: Randy, always a pleasure. Likewise. Fantastic. By the way, if you're curious, what Randy looks like. I just posted her picture of my story on Instagram, I at Mark was- Aram. Chris Chandler with the update on the breaking news in Midtown next on 95.5 WSB.
1: Hey, this is Cal Penn, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. He packed in the
2: animals two by two. Ox, a, a
5: camel, camel a
1: kangaroo. kangaroo.
5: 640 on a Monday. Welcome back, friends. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram. Still to come on the broadcast, Longoria's. Fact of the day, and uh, maybe Russ in Gainesville will join us. Russ sent me a picture. Deborah, did you did you open the picture I forwarded to you?
9: He got the pedal part right.
5: He got a pedicure. He got a pedicure. Yes, he did, indeed. Uh, we'll see if that comes up. But I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's 20 minutes in front of 7. It's almost my dinner time. I am starving. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for
0: the Fast Food Review. Yeah, yeah.
5: Joining us live on the greasy, salty hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, oof, we do not want to know, Johnny Kilbasa in the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. Uh, congratulations to Deborah Green. I think that was the funniest joke I've ever heard her make. <laughs> <just done it. laughs> well, she might have just snuck in started the show there, Johnny. You might be right. Well done. <laughs> Speaking of well done, Mark, we've got a new cheeseburger
10: on the scene. Now, if we remember from a few weeks ago, Sonic Drive-In brought back the Big Dill cheeseburger where they broke out that fancy schmancy brioche bun mm-hmm. and put some pickle fries on top of a cheeseburger and called it something new now they've got a different thing they're doing with those fancy schmancy brioche buns there and they've got something they're calling the chop house cheeseburger so that means it's a fancier cheeseburger it's funny how certain things change the whole universe of a cheeseburger like remember we all know that if you put Onion rings and barbecue sauce on a cheeseburger. Texas. That that's a cow. Texas. It's cowboy. cowboy it's yeah. western. You're out on a ranch. <laughs> you're moving cows
5: around. As if you put those. Yeah. Ho- hold. On. Uh, you know. Let me jump in for a second. Low T. Chuck. Uh. Grew up in Whitefish, cowboy country. Is there something uniquely cowboy about onion rings, Chuck? That when you put a cow, when you put an onion ring on a burger, it becomes a cowboy burger?
3: N-
4: no, but outside of Montana, that's a thing. Okay. But it, it, yeah, where I'm from, I didn't. I saw the cowboy burger. I didn't know what that was. Yeah, but that's not maybe a maybe some barbecue home. sauce. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah the onion ring thing. That's a. Outside of Cowboy. Because on
5: Yellowstone, on. I've yet to see Kevin Costner eat an onion ring. Yeah, so,
4: that's yeah, no.
5: Yeah. And we know that's the perfect yeah. uh talking about oysters, maybe, but not <laughs> there anyways. you go. All right, sorry, uh long I mean uh Johnny Kilbasa, I'm sorry, I, I didn't that. interrupt there. No
10: problem. Yeah, so this is we've got certain things that we're putting on this cheeseburger that, that's gonna call it a chop house. I'm I'm su- I'm assuming chop house means hey, we're in a fancy steak joint and just not getting a cheeseburger to drive in. They're gonna put onion strings on it to differentiate it from something western and they've got something that they're calling a chop house aioli which i know you've got a pro i don't know if you have problems with aioli but where does aioli stop and where does mayonnaise begin i know there's definitions they're both emulsions sometimes it's just garlic and oil other times it's egg yolk and oil but anyway it's a tangy bold type of it's a good ranchy mayo-y type of chop house aioli that they're putting on top of it so still fancy still pretty tasty brioche bun you can't go wrong with that cheese onion strings
5: and you're out the door chop house i wonder if they're going to get sued by the braves because the braves have the chop house at that truest park i wonder if there's any infringement there on the on the trademark
10: yeah well if sonic set up a a table right outside of the chop house and started selling (laughs) chop
5: house cheeseburgers then it would probably be a problem i speak not chop house but chop shop uh, went out to dinner to uh, Arnett's Chop Shop in Brookhaven. Man, that's a good restaurant. Mm. Unbe- and you're right. It's steak, you, you say Chop House, Chop Shop, you think of a steakhouse. And uh, Arnett's is fantastic. Just a great uh, location. Longoria, speaking of uh, the Braves in Truist Park, you went uh, with the fam Damily on Sunday yeah. to see the Braves take on the uh, – We finally won one. Yeah, The, the Cheaters, the Astros. <laughs> did, did, you, did you guys eat did at the cheat? ballpark? Oh. Yes, we well we ate at Antico's right at, in oh, the battery. Oh, yeah,
2: the pizza outside. And then the girls got hungry and we had popcorn and ice cream and Ooh,
8: peanuts and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, good so, stuff. All the, you know, fair stuff there.
5: Johnny, you go to you go to a ball game. What's the a baseball game? What what's the one food you're going to get first?
10: I'm looking for footlongs, keeping a head on a swivel looking for those. If they don't <laughs> have the footlong hot dogs, then I'm going to get a regular dog. Well, first. I want
5: I went last week. I went to a couple of Braves games yeah, the last couple of week. Yeah. So I went to get, uh, I was like, I'm starving. Let me get two hot dogs. So I went to the thing. I'm like, yeah, can I get two hot dogs and a Coke? And the lady's like, uh, we only have footlongs. And I hesitated for a second. I'm like, can I, can I down two footlongs? And I was like, nah, just give me one. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, Smart man. It was, it was enough. It was enough. But all right, so head on a swivel for footlongs. Johnny K, appreciate you as always. And if the
10: cholesterol is high, baby, so am I. Johnny Kielbasa on Twitter. Johnny Kielbasa rocks on Instagram and all kinds of fun on the Sausage Hut podcast on any pod app or com.
5: All things kielbasa on com. Appreciate you, bruh. You got the pedo part right, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Kay, uh, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. Good uh, bro. Coming up next, <laughs> Longoria's fact of the day, and uh, yeah, he got a pedicure. Russ and Gainesville will chime in. Stick around, more to come. This is Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram.
9: Four bananas a day keeps your stress away. Atlanta's News and Talk with Mark Aram.
0: Longoria's fact of the day.
5: Despite its appearance in the night sky, the moon is nowhere near
8: round. In fact, it is shaped like a lemon. With flattened poles and bulges on both sides near the far side and around its equator, the strange shape is thought to have been created during the interactions with Earth soon after its formation.
5: At the beginning of that fact of the day, I was like, Longoria's going to end this as a flat earther.
4: I, I was waiting for his moon <laughs> yeah. landing. Flat, flat earther, earther, yeah. Earth
5: yeah. is flat. Yeah. It's shaped like a lemon. Like a lemon. Not like a lime that you no. put in your corona, but Correct. a lemon. Correct. All right. A little you different shape. D- you didn't start off the fact of the day like you have with every fact of the day. What I, what have. I mean? You usually go, all right. 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 You're not a flat up. earther, just um, to be no. sure. No, oh, no, Not a flat earther. All right, good fact of the day, Longoria. Who knew it looked like, I knew, I know it's made of cheese and we never landed on it. But I didn't know it was shaped like a lemon. Uh Russ joins us in Gainesville. Russ. Come here a minute. I want to talk to you. Russ, you got a pedicure, my friend. How did that go? How did hey, that hey, happen?
2: Yeah. yeah, girlfriend Brenda, uh, she took me, you know, I didn't know where we were going in there, and I'd never had one before, but it actually feels pretty good. They massage your feet. Uh it was good. Did, but there was a couple wait. other girls in there that I knew actually when I walked in. And I said, Hey, my girlfriend brought me in here and she said, I'm not your girlfriend. <laughs> who wait, wait okay, who is
5: we had Joy with you on Friday? Who's Brenda?
2: Brenda Brenda's a girl I met uh, ten years ago. or So on Christmas, Yeah, she was my Christmas date.
5: So how did how did you do the swaparoo between Joy and Brenda before the pedicure? We just
2: uh, we just I don't know we just ran into each other. I was I was actually <laughs> at Publix and she called me and she was right there next to me. So we got together and we went in there and got a pedicure. I just told her a minute ago, I said, Brenda, I've got Kavorka. You know, what Kramer, <laughs> Kramer has, yeah, the tells, She
5: goes, what's that? I said, you'll see. Yeah. Uh, so I got, I mean, inquiring minds want to know, did you pay for the pedicure or did Brenda pay for the pedicure? She
2: did. She bought wow.
5: it for me. You got she a sugar sure mama. Did. You got a sugar mama, Russ. Yeah.
2: It was pretty fun.
5: Good stuff. Um, what else? What else happened this weekend besides the pedicure? Anything good?
2: That was about
5: it. Yeah. Yeah. All uh, right. And what? Ha- and uh, Joy no longer in the picture. Obviously, Brenda's now.
2: Well, nah, Front she, and center. I don't know. She well She was here. I don't. When was she here? Friday. Yeah. Joy. And then, uh, and then that happened Saturday, and yesterday. I don't know what it did yesterday. I can't
5: remember. D- did you watch uh, House of the Dragon last night on HBO? No. What is that? That's the uh, prequel to uh, Game of Thrones. Very good. Very good first episode.
2: Oh, okay, I missed it. Sorry.
5: All right. I'll have Longoria email you his HBO Max password so you can stream it.
2: Okay. All
5: right, Russ. Good talking to you and say hi to Brenda for us, buddy. Thanks a lot. All right. Um do you want do you want Russ's email, Longoria? To... No, it's okay. I you got, got it right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's do started memorized. Let's do star of the show. Uh
6: Is ready for the Mark Aram Star
5: of the Show. Uh, Chris Chandler, great job on the breaking news. The whole traffic team, great job on the breaking news. They get stars of the show. And Deborah coming in late, sliding in with a what Johnny said—the funniest thing he's ever heard on the radio. That was great. Yeah, yeah. so that was incredible. kudos to you, Deborah Green. Uh, uh, barring breaking news, we should have a normal show tomorrow, including "Would You uh, Would You Rather" with Little Sanjay. The conversation, as always, my friends, continues on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook it's Mark Aram WSB, and uh, TikTok if you're into that sort of thing. The Mark Aram Show. Be safe, seriously, out there, Atlanta. Have a great Monday.
4: Damn. Yeah.
7: Said he's going back. Going back to, five. to a simpler place of
9: time. Guests of the Mark Garham show stay at the I all sweet Omni Hotel, located okay. in the heart of Chicago's okay. magnificent mile.
10: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts